0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com.
1: You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one, one. one. Outdoor Radio Show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge.
0: Brought to you by Tail's Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Plug on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict.
2: Now, with Without further ado, let's start the revolution
1: with Jim and Trav.
3: From Louisville, Mississippi, Mr. Preston
4: Today I wanted to take just a minute to give you the basics of how to blow a diaphragm or a mouth turkey talk.
5: Get have to and
6: get hidden, because we all know turkeys have astounding eyesight, like any bird. Mouth
2: calls are the calls that really drive people crazy. Everybody wants to know how to use a mouth call. I think I should come
4: out with an EP, <laughs> a rap EP. Wasn't that pretty good? That was better than anything 50's put out right now. I know
7: it. Who? Fitty. Fitty? Fitty? Who's Fitty? Fitty said, man. Oh, Fitty He is a gangster. <laughs> there you go. What should be my rap name? Hey, what the heck are you talking my, about? My rap
4: name should be White Boy in the Woods. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Anyways, if you boys and girls haven't caught on already, we are going 100% turkey.
7: 100% turkey on today's rap. <laughs> hey, so taking over the Ram Power Block.
0: Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Yeah.
7: will the outdoor industry great Wade Bourne. Then hitting us up at 785-846-7647 will be Brad Kreiner from Winchester Ammo, Carlson his very own Scott Carlson, the 2012 NWTF Grand National head head Calling Champ, Jesse Martin, and NBC Sports, Brad Miller.
4: Yeah, now the Grand Poobah, the greatest man in the outdoors, in my opinion, the man that I admire most. He's actually living vicariously through me. He has very <laughs> close veins? No, I'm not talking about you. Oh. Hey, that was just weird. Where, where are you going with this? I, no, I wish I knew. The man that I admire most because he despises you. It's Wade Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got Wade
2: Bourne on the line right Grand now. Grand I've never been <laughs> called that <in> before. <laughs> hey,
5: that's a pretty
4: good title to have. Now, Wade, uh, welcome to the revolution. Also, you know, we're talking about uh, turkey hunting on today's show. But um, right, I've been watching some videos online, and you said something that was, I just thought, remarkable. You said, buy good ammunition, don't go the cheap route. How many times do you plan on shooting a turkey? Hopefully only once. And I had really started thinking about that. There is a lot of truth to that, Wade. And, uh, Frank Scott, that soundbite actually, uh, queued real fast. Uh, it's only three or four seconds. Let's take a listen. How many
8: times are you going to shoot a turkey? You know, isn't it worth three dollars a load? You know, Trav, they've got, uh, a number of, uh, most every ammunition maker has their premium load. Yeah. These are the, the buffered, plated, et cetera, et cetera, and they absolutely will pattern better than the cheaper loads. And and as you said that I said, <laughs> you know, I, if I shoot five shells in a season, hopefully I'm going to take five turkeys. You don't need to shoot unless you know you can take that bird cleanly. And so what's the big deal with trying to save a, a dollar or two on a box of shells? You know, they, they make yeah. them, they send them out now or, or sell them in boxes of ten, premium loads. Also, there's some very, very fine custom loads available that uh, actually, I think, would outperform uh, a lot of the factory loads. And so, spend the dollars if If a shell costs you 2 or $3 a load, what's a turkey worth, you know?
5: Exactly.
7: Hey, we're talking with Wade Borden. Of course, he has a program on over 300 stations called Wired to Fish and Wired to Hunt. Yeah, you can hear it every single week on our show. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, he's authored several books and uh, written about 2,500 articles. But, you know, Wade, when you're out there, I mean, there are a lot of mistakes that guys make over and over and over again, and they wonder why they're not successful.
8: You're looking for a mistake, I presume. <laughs> one one mistake that I see hunters make over and over, and, and I'm I'm talking more about novice hunters now. I don't know if it's because of excitement or whatever, but they approach too fast and not carefully enough to a turkey. You want to get as close to a turkey as you can in as good an area as you can for him to approach. But yeah. let me tell your listeners one thing if that turkey sees them or is spooked game over yeah and yeah. so regardless you you need to get as close as you can but you must be as careful as you can in your approach yeah and if the terrain if the foliage will not allow you to get on up in that i like to set up 100 125 yards or, or even closer sometimes if i can but if i cannot i will set up 200 250 yards away and and just make the best of it. But uh, if you scare that turkey, you may as well just uh, pick up your little shotgun and go back to the truck and go find another one, because that bird probably will not be workable. Uh, maybe that morning or that day. So it's, yeah. uh, you've got to approach carefully and, and not let him see you.
4: Yeah. Now, pretty much during this whole interview, I'm just going to reiterate everything that you have already said, Wayne, <laughs> because I have no original thought that's going to be better than anything you said. <laughs> but, um, you also pointed out that you need to rehearse everything that is fixing to take place. You need to mentally run through this in your mind and, it really is a mind game. And if you don't step out there with a, a certain sense of direction or a plan of attack, you are going to come home with nothing but your butt in your hands. But uh, we got that that second clip cued real quick, so uh, let's go ahead and listen to that as well.
8: The first thing you want to do is mentally rehearse what happens, what you're going to do when a turkey gets in gun range. You know, this is visualization. Pro athletes do this all the time. The best turkey hunters I know, are supremely confident yeah. that they are going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know that what they're going to do is not going to scare the turkey. That they're going to set up in a place uh, where they can call the turkey to them, and and the confidence just pervades their whole atti- their whole attitude, yeah, and their whole approach to hunting. And and uh, rehearse it's just like practicing for a football game or a basket, You know. If you rehearse what you're going to do, if you practice your calling, obviously you're going to be a better caller. Yeah. Uh, if you do a mental run through of what a, how you hope a hunt is going to uh, progress, you know that you, if you know where a turkey's roosted, uh, do a mental walk through about where you want to set up, yeah. how you want to approach that bird. Uh, now, probably almost in every case, you're going to have to do some freelancing. You know, it's not going to go just by the book. Yeah. But when you know what to expect. And then you have the you gain the skills to know how to adjust, and you bag some turkeys and you build that confidence. That's when uh, you graduate, I think, from the levels of, of the novice to the mid ranks, and ultimately, or hopefully, up into the really experienced or, or really uh, very very good turkey hunter.
7: Yeah, well, you know, shock gobbles uh, has uh, you know really come about using a crow call or something like that, or owl call. Did you owl them this morning? But the fact of the matter is, when you're out there, how important it is not to call as it is to call?
8: It depends on the situation. Uh, You know, and you have to judge that based on the response you're getting from the gobbler. Yeah. Uh, I've used, you're talking about shot gobbles, I've used blocks of wood. I've taken two little (laughs) two-by-four blocks out and clapped them together. I mean, it sounds like nothing in nature, but it's that sudden response. I might try that once or twice. If I don't get a response, I'll put them away. Uh, If I hoot like an owl. Uh you know, I don't think I have the confidence that that's really not going to scare. I might not get an answer, but I don't think that's going to scare a turkey. But you have to it's a mind game between you and the turkey. You have to build his impatience rather than let him build impatience in you. And sometimes that means not calling very much. Yeah. Uh, I've called turkeys before by calling one time. Wow! But in fact, the turkey, I guess I'm most proud of ever in my life. I called to him one time. He was a hard turkey. I hunted him two or three times, and and he didn't like much calling. And so I got in the right spot. I called one time. I put the call in my mouth, or I took it out of my mouth and put it in my shirt pocket, and I waited him out. And I, I actually had that turkey in view for over an hour mm-hmm. uh, at 75 and 80 yards. And he would look. He knew exactly where that call had come from. The first time he heard it, he gobbled at it about uh, 300 yards away. And then on his own, he eventually made the progress, came in there and uh, walked up to about 25 yards and I shot him. In fact, I'm sitting here. I, I have that turkey's feet and spurs in my office. And I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> there you go, now, Wade, before he we go, a real long spur.
4: Yeah. Before we go on with this interview, uh, where can we find you online?
8: Uh, you can go to my website, wadebornoutdoors.com or my radio shows are posted on wired to fish. Yeah.
4: Now, uh, Wade, you know, a lot of people calling in turkeys is not something that's just easy to learn. You know, I can sit there on YouTube with my diaphragm call and try to watch these guys, and um, it's not that easy. What's maybe a couple pointers that you could hand out to people that are just now getting started?
8: Uh, First pointer I'll give you is that. Uh, although calling turkeys in is not easy, making turkey sounds that will call turkeys in is easy. <laughs> if a hunter will master a, just a simple yelp and a cluck, okay, uh, you know you don't. It's it's nice to be able to sound like a contest caller yeah. and make all these runs and cackles and you know fancy calls. But if a hunter will master a simple cluck, you know, and and what's the difference in a cluck and a putt? which is the alarm call. Well, it's it's just the situation in which it's given. The uh, sounds are the same. Hmm. You know, maybe a little less subtle with the cluck or a little more subtle with the cluck. But uh, yeah, but a yelp and a cluck, if you get in the right place and you pace your calling dependent upon how the turkey is responding to you and you just call with those calls. Now, I also like a purr, you know, I'll purr with a slate call if I've got a gobbler that's uh out there 70 or 80 yards and a little reluctant to come, if I can't see him, if I can see him, he can see me and I won't do anything. Yeah. Then I'll sit there and I'll wait him out. I'll either build his impatience to come to me or I'll let him walk away. Uh mm-hmm. And then I can maneuver on him and try to call him again because he's not afraid. Then He's not scared then. Yeah. If he can see me, if he's 75 yards and he's looking to where I'm sitting and he won't come, then there's something wrong with that situation. Yeah. So I w- I will quit calling at that case. I will either let him come on his own, or walk away, and then I'll get up and change to another calling location. That's it.
4: See, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand out my little secret real quick. I can't believe I'm actually gonna say this. I don't go out with calls or guns. I go out with a cardboard cutout of Wade Bourne, <laughs> and all these start, they actually <laughs> surrender. <probably> shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, one more time, Mr. Wade. If we want to find out more about your articles, books, everything, your radio show, where do we have
7: to head to online?
8: Uh, WadeBourneOutdoors.com. You
7: bet. That was Wade Born. And, of course, he has a program on th- over 300 radio stations called Wired to Fish and Wired to Hunt. Uh, not only is he the grand poobob, but he is a hunter extraordinaire. Plus,
4: if you're looking, which a lot of people are, you're not going to find a finer gentleman in the woods than Mr. Wade Born. But we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. The RamTrucks.com plus NRA Blog at NRABlog.com and NBC Sports at NBC Sports.com dot com forward slash outdoors plus Cabela's world's foremost outfitter Cabela's what are you looking at me Jim for at Cabela's laundry list and. Ruger at Ruger.com gotta Get forget check those out. guys but uh, coming up next we actually
7: got Brad Kreiner from where hey he's with Winchester Ammo and we're gonna talk about what extended range uh, high velocity energy shells That was or cl- something
4: like that that was close <laughs> uh,
5: anyways
4: uh, Brad Kreiner is coming up next right here on the revolution Mr. Wade man thank you so much for everything you do uh, giving back to the outdoors but especially for uh, being on today's show man
8: appreciate it hey man my pleasure thanks for having me alright Brad Kreiner coming up
4: after this
1: Attention passengers we may experience 60 minutes of continuous outdoor talk starts now. Brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com.
2: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for feet? Whatever your addiction—NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawn mower racing—Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry
3: Heather here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Heather, your front-row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7
7: p.m. Eastern on the Sports America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF.
3: There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at RAM, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts. Glory. Ram.
2: The 390-horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7-liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a 5-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks. Chrysler Group, LLC. The Ruger SR22 pistol is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble. The Ruger SR22 pistol shoots a broad variety of 22 lr ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grips. And an adjustable three-dot sight system with a reversible blade. Help Ruger raise $1 million for the NRA. Visit ruger.com slash million to learn more. Keep the
1: revolution alive by heading to outdoortrailsnetwork.com.
0: This is the revolution with Jim and Trav.
1: Now, back to the boys.
7: Hey, we're back, and just before the break, we heard from Wayborn. Now, the phone lines are open at 785 846 7647. You know, Trav, today's show, we're talking about turkey hood. Yeah, wasn't Wayborn great? I like oh,
4: that yeah. guy.
7: He's a great guy. That's
4: why he was on first. It, I don't like everyone else in the show. <laughs> no, it's not true. Uh Preston Pittman. Wonderful guy. Had what, him a on, caller. Uh, several times. Yeah. Great caller. One of the most prolific uh, callers in the, in the competition. And Defector, yeah. Pittman game calls. Anyways, uh, a couple years ago, three, four years, I think uh, he took uh third place at the national wild Turkey Federation calling championships. And uh, anyways, I said all that to say this, I uh, got a little clip. He was on David Letterman uh, three, four years ago. um, talking about this. Anyways, uh, Take a listen.
8: There are two divisions. There's the uh, turkey calling, and then there's the turkey gobbling. Am I have to that right? That is yeah. correct. What's the difference between the
6: calling and the gobbling? Well, the calling is basically imitating the hen where the gobbler's is imitating the gobbler. Mm-hmm.
7: And is this, is this used to lure uh, uh, the turkeys into an area so he can... Dave really seems to be well, into this. Yeah, yeah. He really does. <laughs> yeah, I can see him getting his camo on now. <laughs> <laughs> this is part. Up listen up listen up the part.
9: Listen to this. I've been fortunate enough to live through two hunting accidents. I've oh, been this, shot oh, twice. So is that right? Yeah. So I don't, uh, I
8: don't advise you to gobble don't, up don't So authentic. Is your gobbling that somebody has shot you? Yes.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Not shot once! <laughs> twice shot twice! <laughs> Probably by the
4: same guy. That, okay, hold on. Just wait. Listen to this. He did that. With no call. That's just strictly his mouth and his mouth only. That is impressive. This guy looks like a turkey. He does. Kinda goofy. <laughs> nah, no, he's a great guy. Uh, Pittman game calls. Look him up online. But, um, uh, just voting us on the Ram Hotline. Powered by Ram at ramtrucks.com. Yeah, and as Jim said a little bit ago, uh, that number is 785-846-7647 is Mr. Brad Kreiner, and he is with Winchester. You know, uh, just before we went on the air, Brad, uh, came back on, you were telling us about Winchester's extended range high density, uh, Loads. Uh, so, why don't you kind of rehash what you told us real quick um, to get your listeners up to speed? Yeah.
10: Good. Hey, I'll jump right in here. Extended range is our high density load. Yeah. Uh, it's a combination of tungsten, nickel, and iron. Uh, so, that, that tungsten product is a lot more dense than lead. Yeah. And in lameness terms, basically, it means you can extend the range of your shot. You're getting more downrange energy so you can shoot farther. And still have uh, more than enough energy to be lethal on that bird.
4: Now, Brad, um, obviously, everybody before they go turkey hunting, you need to get out and you need to pattern your shotgun. You figure out what choke tube works best. Now, extended range, um, what is that kind of implying here? I know, I know, we can shoot them a half mile away. Yeah, it depends (laughs) on your skill level. But, I mean, are we gonna take, be able to take a turkey at 60, 65 yards? I mean. That would be a long shot. That would be a tremendously long shot, wouldn't it? I'll tell you what,
10: it is a tremendously long shot. We do not recommend taking shots that long. Yeah. However, <laughs> you, you know as well as I do, you get out there and you've been chasing that bird all morning, and sometimes you just can't resist. Oh yeah, and uh, it will get it done out to, out to that range.
7: Holy cow! You know the interesting part about it. You know, as Trav mentioned earlier, patterning your shotgun is very very important. But you know, it really only takes one BB into that uh, kill zone in order to get it done. But what is the optimum? or a, a shotgun shell when it goes off to get it into that kill zone.
10: You know, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, Winchester did some extensive studies back in the 90s on lethality on birds, turkeys uh, uh, in particular. Yeah. And I, it's a 15 page report. I'm not going to bore you with all that. But <laughs> basically, don't. it boiled down to you needed about two foot pounds of energy and three pellets within that kill zone. And that's when wow. you look at a turkey target, you know, you've got their head, the brain, and, the, and then that spinal cord that comes down. So the minimum amount is two pounds of energy, at least three pellets somewhere in that kill zone, and you'll bring the bird
4: down. Those birds are tough. They are tough. I mean, it really takes a lot to knock them down. Now, real quick, before we get farther into this, Brad, if we want to find out more about you guys, uh, where can we find you online?
10: Need to go to www.winchester.com. Well,
4: that's simple. But also, uh, to find out everything, uh, go to their products page. Uh, you can download that PDF, um, of their catalog, it, of their catalog shows all the different, uh, shots that they come out with. Now, um, extended range, you know, I would really say a comfortable shot for most people. Would you advise, you know, 30, yeah. 35 yards? That's a good distance, isn't it,
5: Brad?
10: That's a great distance. If you can get them in that close, you're going to have no problems bringing them down. Provide you've got good shot placement, which leading up to that, like you said, you've got to pattern your gun. Exactly. Um, We actually, you know, we recommend our products lead and the extended range out to 40, 45 yards. That's kind of the the maximum effective range. That's where the the load is going to work every time for sure, again, provided you get that good shot placement and hit the bird uh, square.
7: Yeah. Now, you just came back from the Nashville Turkey Federation uh, uh, banquet down there uh, or meeting actually in Nashville and, yeah. uh, you guys got the Outdoor Life Editor's Choice Award again this year. And I'll tell you what, it, that's really,
10: uh, I gotta take a bow here on behalf of the company. Uh,
7: <laughs> so many, <laughs> I
10: really do. So, so many of these, are, the, the writers are always hitting us. What's new? What's new? What's new? And at Winchester, and I've talked to you guys about this before when we were talking about blindside. Yeah. We don't just launch new products for the sake of launching new products. If we can't develop something that's better than what we've already got out there, we don't launch it. Exactly. And, and, you know, guys keep hemming. When are you going to come out on the new turkey load? And the the short answer is when we come up with something better than extended range. Mm. And leading into that, Outdoor Life just did a, a another study uh, the past couple months. It's published in, in this month's magazine in the February issue. And, uh, you know, they took all the top manufacturers of, of uh, both lead and extended range or, or the tungsten-type loads and did the pattern testing and, and the guns and the chokes and all that. And once again, our extended range, which we launched in 2005, beat everybody hands down.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you launched it in 2005, and yeah. you have all these people coming out with new loads every single year, and you still beat them? <laughs>
10: I'm telling you, it's, just, it's fantastic. <laughs> the stuff is just unbelievable.
7: Well, you know, the fact of the matter is that we do know that the Winchester makes some really great ammo. Of course, turkey loads is, is just out of sight. But you guys have got a promotion going on starting uh, actually 1st of February, don't you?
10: Yes, absolutely. And this is similar to one we ran a couple years ago that was just phenomenally uh, uh successful, and so we did it again. Uh basically what it is, you either buy one box of our extended range turkey loads or two boxes of our double X mag or super X lead loads. And we'll send you a free thermocell.
7: Yeah, I'll tell you what. You're out there, and you're you got a turkey hung up about 45 yards out. Your decoys out there about 23 yards. And you have got a tick crawling up somewhere between your knee and your hip. <laughs>
4: There's nothing that, that ruins your day quicker than uh, mosquitoes or Lyme's disease. <laughs> you exactly, know, <laughs> I mean, exactly. but anyway, to, uh, when you're on their website, uh, go down to special offers on the top right hand side and you'll see right there in the center, it says a uh, free Thermacell mosquito repellent. Click on that. And you can find out all about it. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. I mean, think about that. Um, oh, absolutely. It, it really is. You're, you're either getting the Thermacell for free or you're getting the shells for free. That's right. You, that's you can't, right. I like anything that's free. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> you know? One more time, uh, Mr. Brad, to find out more about um your tremendous loads, you guys offer so many different things. Excuse me, also this special offer. you got blogs, videos, a little bit of everything, a ballistics calculator. Where can we find you guys online?
10: Absolutely. Go to www.winchester.com.
4: Hey, we've been talking with Brad Kreiner. He is with Winchester Ammo. Yeah, and make sure you check him out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. He's everywhere. He? You mean Winchester. Yes. Uh, anyways, check him out there. Uh, We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and NRA blog. That's NRAblog.com and NBC Sports. Starting to kind of spit there, NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. But, Mr. Bradman, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to give us a shout, brother. Really appreciate it.
10: Hey, guys, thanks for having me on anytime.
7: Hey, but hang on, because coming up after this, quick word from our sponsors will be Scott Carlson from Carlson's Choke Tube. Oh, if
3: if you you want to be the the best, best, use the the best. best. Get yourself a lifetime warranty at a price you'll appreciate.
4: Anyways, uh, Scott Carlson's coming up next. Stick around. Lacking
1: ambition, skill, or talent, Mm. the revolution doesn't care. Hit
0: them up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
2: Play ball. If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner. Talking baseball with former World Series champion Jim Leyritz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Leyritz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit zeiss.com slash sports for details. This
11: is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here. But did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey? Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com.
2: Every Friday, Versus Country is your home to the most respected hunters around. Starting at 8, it's elk fever. At 8.30, it's the buck stops here with Mike Handback. Then at 9,
5: let's go hunting, boy.
2: Gun it with Benny Spies, only on
1: Versus. It's the weekend, and do you know where your outdoors is? It's here.
4: It's now.
0: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Sponsored by whitetails-extreme.com.
4: All right, we're back. And I'm glad we went to a break because my iced tea was getting low. I had to refresh it.
7: Yeah, I like to something you know, everybody needs to know about your iced tea. I like sweet iced tea. Oh, you like sweet iced tea? It's
4: decaffeinated, uh-huh. and I like sweet and low. I uh-huh. put four bags to a core jar, uh-huh. and it's
7: very tasty. <laughs> Anywho, it's sweet right, tea. Right now, we're being joined by Scott Carlson from Carlson's joke Tubes, and he phoned us at 785-846-7647. Hey, welcome, Mr. Scott.
11: Hey, thanks, Jim and Trav. Yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Glad to be here. Well,
4: we are glad to have you. Is oh. that somebody falling down? <laughs> Now um we have some troubling questions that you and only you Mr. Scott Carlson can answer.
11: I'm ready. What is your web address? Uh pretty simple just go to choke tube.com it's that easy.
4: That's a totally rehearsed. Uh, he's been practicing. <laughs> he, he we answer. we didn't have the element of surprise. surprise there. For we, that yeah. one. He could see it coming. Yeah, now. For the second troubling question. On your website. Yeah, you get on there, on the homepage, you got a picture of Tom Knapp's smiling mug. And I think it, it's a bit conflicting because everyone knows, sure, he might be good at tinkering with guns. <laughs> 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 that might have been a bit far-fetched. <laughs> Anyways, I the guy hates turkey honey. Why is he on your website? He does. Case in point, listen to this.
3: I'm going to put in the full choke well that full choke really lays him in there with a dense pattern near the center of that target that type of a tight choke is really good for a turkey
4: hunter i should have come up with better evidence he shot turkeys before too <laughs> <laughs> actually didn't you get tom out on his uh, very first turkey hunt what six or seven years ago
11: yeah took Tom uh, turkey hunting, shot his first turkey, which surprised me. You know, Tom's been doing what he does for years, and I just figured he turkey hunted before. He never said a word to me till after he shot the birds. So that was (laughs) pretty surprising on my part anyway. But uh, we make all kinds of choke tubes for all kinds of loads uh, for guys to get out there and hunt turkeys.
7: Yeah. Now, the thing is, you know, I've been up to your facility many times, and you've got a test facility, and you've got this little house that you've built out in the woods, and you actually... Pattern your choke tubes, and uh, you know exactly where these things are going to hit, don't you?
11: Yeah, we actually have an electronic patterning machine, which I know there's only one of that anybody has in the industry. Uh, so it saves us a tremendous amount of time. And the uh, two things that this thing really allows us to do that other companies don't do, uh, we didn't either till we had the machine. But number one, it allows us to pattern a lot of shells with each choke, so we get very accurate data and then we take the average of the data instead of taking a high number or a low number um so that saves us a tremendous amount of time especially doing it the old fashioned way where you had to count all the pellets this thing does it in just a matter of seconds and the other thing the machine shows us that we can't see just by shooting a pattern at 40 yards is consistency yeah and so we put pixels in the in the circle and it tells us the numbers of those that it misses so that's one way, you know, a lot of times we'll have a higher percentage as far as number of pellets in a 30 inch circle at 40 yards. But our, what we call our true factor is lower. So that shows us that it's more consistent. So not always is a higher percentage better. Sometimes a lower, lower percentage shell, like 5% lower, might throw a 90% pattern instead of a 95, but it's more consistent over the paper. And so that that's what we're able to look at that other companies can't do so that that helps us build a better product we hope uh for the end user out there turkey hunting.
4: Yeah, and so in layman's terms all this engineering and ingenuity uh means you're going to get the best choke tube for 25 bucks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and and that's what it really boils down to. Now Scott, I you know we've talked a lot before on the show and we need to kind of hammer on this once again is everybody puts so much emphasis on sighting in their rifles, you know, for deer season, elk going after bear, whatever. You know, they want to get to the range to make sure that they're a- where they're aiming is where it's going to hit. You need to do that as well with your shotgun, don't you?
11: Yeah, we promote patterning. I mean, yeah. it's, as, it's as important to pattern your shotgun as it is to pattern your deer rifle when you stick the scope on it. And the other thing, guys tell me, you know, they call us and they've been patterning, and, simple question do you use a rest well no well do you use a rest when you sight in a rifle well yeah Well, yeah. <laughs> you need to do the same thing with the shotgun because standing there offhand I mean it's easy to pull a shot two or three inches that yeah. you can't see mm-hmm. and and using just a simple rest even if it's cross sticks uh, and the other big mistake people make when they're patterning and if you don't pattern get out there and do it because it'll make you a lot better hunter but an, another mistake people make is is they use these small, and turkey season's a prime example, they use these small 8 by 12 targets, yeah, which is fine. But if your gun isn't shooting point of aim and you shoot and you've got low pellets on the paper, more than likely your gun is not shooting point of aim. And if you've got that small target, most of the pellets are off. Whereas if you've got a 30-inch piece of paper behind that, you can see where the majority of that pattern went and compensate your shot. For instance, my Super Black Eagle 2 at 40 yards shoots six inches high. So if I wow. shoot at one of them little targets, you know, I'm probably only going to get 10 or 15 hits in the turkey head. And I'm thinking, you know, well, that's not so good. Well, in all reality, if I aim six inches lower, now I've got 30 some hits in the turkey's head. I mean, it just makes a huge difference. And that's why you pattern and you pattern with big paper.
7: Yeah. Now a lot of the shotguns now come with uh, flush mounted choke tubes. You have flush mounted as well as extended tubes. All right. Give us, uh, give us what happens when the, when the shell goes off. Do you automatically have flyers that is automatically spread it, uh, or does it keep it in tighter, in a, in a tighter
5: group?
11: That's a good question. A flush mount tube because it's flush-mounted shorter. By extending a tube three-quarters of an inch, and that's what I recommend you do with turkey tubes is, is you get an extended one, you have a longer parallel section so you get less flyers with an extended tube and you get more consistent patterning at 40 yards. And it's because your parallel or choke section is longer. When the shot leaves a shell, the wad, it hits the taper of the choke and that's the entrance of the choke and then it tapers to what we call the parallel section or the choke section. And on a flush mount choke, it's very short, generally a three eighths of an inch, uh, maybe to a half an inch. And wow. uh, on an extended tube, you know, give it another three quarters of an inch because it's extended out the barrel. So that's why you get better patterns out of those extended tubes over flush mount tubes.
7: Now, uh, in turkey hunting, uh you do have a a special turkey
5: choke, don't you?
11: Yes, yeah, yeah and, they're and, all extended and they're actually constricted. The best patterning ones are about thirty thousandths tighter than a full choke,
7: really, yeah. well. Wow. So that's super tight. Yeah. Now, the the interesting part about uh, turkey hunting is, you know, you try to get them in as close as possible, you know. And that's it, not easy to do. No, it. no. <laughs> not always. No. But the but the fact of the matter is, you know, while they're out there, you know, and their head is constantly moving, you have to have a pretty good group because, I mean, they are always on the move even when they're standing still.
11: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And that that's why you need a, a turkey load that's that penetrates well, and that's why you need a tight choke because, you know, when you call a turkey, and if he's thirty yards, he's probably fifty because they're so dang big when they get in front of you that you think they're closer than they really are, <laughs> and, and people make a huge mistake that way. So you're actually shooting at a bird that's probably ten or twenty yards farther away than you think it is. That's why you need those tight chokes and a good load from, you know, Winchester, Federal, heavy shot that makes some terrific turkey loads.
4: All righty.
7: Hey, we have been talking with Scott Carlson. He has Carlson Choke Tubes right there in Atwood, Kansas.
4: And they are the shooter's choice. And one more time, Mr. Scott, please uh, hand out your web address where we can find you online, man. Hey, we can see you at ChokeTube.com. All right, so, hey, we are The Rev, and we are brought to you by Ram RamTrucks, RamTrucks.com, plus Steiner at Steiner-Binoculars.com, and Ruger at Ruger.com. But, hey, Mr. Scott, man, thank you so much, buddy, for calling into The Rev today. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day.
7: Hey, you too, man. Well, folks, hang on, because right after this we're going to hear from Jesse Martin, who just won the extreme honor of being crowned the National Head-to-Head Calling Champion at the NWTF Convention last weekend. You guys good? Oh, yeah, see you then.
1: The Revolution with Jim and Trav is brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. The
2: opening kickoff is a beauty. There's a shot got it with 2.8 seconds left to left i don't
3: care where they put him this one is out of here from high school to the pros we, we cover
1: everything let your voice be heard voice america
5: sports
0: what if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place it can be done and darnell autry proves it every week on outside the spotlight
1: High Mountain Seasonings. Turn your fish and game from ordinary to extraordinary. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
7: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com.
1: Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef
7: at campchef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Does it ever hail in your area? Of course it does. Hail House Call is now offering training opportunities so you can profit from that hail while saving your customers thousands of dollars. We'll teach you how to repair damaged vinyl siding instead of replacing it. Check us out at hailhousecall.com or call 877-HAIL-DOC. That's 877-424-5362. You'd be surprised how affordable it can be to own your own business.
1: Our radio show has guys that actually do hunt and fish for a living. Ha ha.
0: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav.
1: Find them on Facebook and Twitter at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com.
4: Jim, I'm actually going to lift up my pant leg and show you this. That that teaser clip is from the 2011 NWTF so Grand shows up your National. your legs, <laughs> look—I got goosebumps, Do man. You have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. So anyways, that that was the teaser clip from the 2011 NWTF Grand National Calling Contest. And uh, after
7: today's show, I am so pumped and ready for spring turkey hunt, man. Yeah, you've been strutting all day. I have been. Yeah. Hey, and just phone us at 785 846 This is Jesse Martin. And at the 36th Annual NWTF National Convention and Sports Show last weekend, that's right, he was crowned the national head-to-head calling champion. Yo, Jesse, big dog.
4: Big kahuna, man. Welcome to the Red buddy. Thanks, you. Now, head-to-head, you know, it kind of sounds dirty, Jesse. You know, it's really comparable, like you're climbing into a ring, you know. You're going toe-to-toe and inevitably, um... The better man will always prevail and you definitely were that gladiator.
6: Yeah, it's, uh, just like a college basketball bracket, you know, you gotta <laughs> fight your way to the top, fight your way to the championship.
7: Yeah. Did you have your spurs on? I mean, did you spur the other guy or what? I keep my spurs in my pocket. <laughs>
4: now head to head is that more or less, you're um, reproducing the sounds of two hands, aren't you?
6: Right. You get two guys that come on stage at the same time yeah. instead of, uh, you know, one guy at a time and the first guy will do his rendition of, a, let's say the plain yup of a hen. Yeah. And then he'll step back and then I'll do mine and you do three calls and then the judges will mark a check box beside that caller's name and whoever gets the best two out of three wins that round. Then you go to the next round.
4: Oh, holy cow.
7: Holy boy, Talk you- about intense, huh, Jesse? Yeah. It was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. No, no, uh, in your hunting, uh, did you find that the calls that you use are very similar or do you, do you kind of spruce them up a little bit when you're in this competition?
6: Well, with, with hunting calls, you can, uh, you can pretty much take anything out in the woods and kill turkeys. With competition, it's, it's countless hours of sitting down and stretching turkey calls and getting the right sounds, getting the right latex, getting the right reed placement Yeah. And, uh, you know, no mistakes on stage. You can't have nothing, or you ain't bringing nothing home.
4: Yeah. Now, before you did this, had you competed in many competitions? Um How long have you been doing this for? I've been
6: doing this since I was about probably 11 years old, and I got into it real big. Really? In the national level for about seven years, and I've got seven state titles, and I've wow. got seven state friction titles. <laughs> uh I have placed third actually placed third in the head to head division last year the first year they had it wow. finished uh, third and fifth in the uh Open division, which is the bigger
4: championship down there in Nashville. Man, yeah. oh man, you, you've been at this a while, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah. I go to, I go to roost every night. I,
4: don't
7: even my bed. I just hang my, I kind of think Yeah. He, he's just up there and he just likes to be over water. If you know
4: what I mean? <laughs> you know, That's it. These judges, I'm going to tell you what, like you said, you can't make one mistake. They are super tough. And the competition that you were up against. I mean, this is the best of the best. And to walk away. The champion is I. That that's got to be an amazing feeling, Jesse.
6: Yeah, it was the uh the guys you're calling against. You know, to even get to this competition, you got to be a state or open champion. So you've got 43 state champions that are down there trying to battle it out for the title. It's no walk wow. in the park, and they some stiff competition down there every year.
5: Yeah. Now, yeah. What, what
6: kind of calls do you like
7: to use? What's your favorite?
6: I pro staff for a company called Zinc Calls, and my favorite call to use with them is the Lost Lady. That's the mouth that mm. with them.
7: that sounds like a bar down the street i frequent that a lot <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you know besides um the stiff competition i'll tell you what being up there and having everybody in the crowd i mean that would definitely start to wear on my nerves a little bit because i'm gonna tell you what people they are really into this obviously it's the national wild turkey federation uh convention annual blowout these people i mean this is what they live for and they're intense when it comes to these competitions, aren't they, Jesse?
6: Oh yeah. Everybody's just, uh, the whole crowd, you know, other than the judges, they got their score sheets and they're scoring the way they think the contest <laughs> to go too. And they're listening just like the judges are.
7: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, now can you give us an example of, of what you did over, uh, over the weekend? I sleep with these things in my pocket, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, now what's the, tell us what the, the first call you're going to do, what it is, and then do it. And then if you got two or three other ones, then go ahead and do that too. Okay.
6: I'll do a, uh, a cluck purr first.
5: Okay.
6: And then I'll do a kiki key key run and then I'll probably do some yelping. So, uh, okay. Here comes the
5: cluck and purr. Wow. That's
4: amazing.
7: <laughs>
5: I heard
4: got some fire for you. That is crazy, oh, <laughs> Jesse. I had, oh. I had three turkeys come in the studio. <laughs> <Shoot 'em. laughs> that is incredible. What else you got, buddy?
6: All right, here's a little bit of a uh, little bit of yelping for you.
5: There you go.
7: <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow, Jesse. That is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah and now, now what's your final call that you uh, that you did the other night?
6: This will be a kiki run. This is a call of a turkey when it's lost trying to get back with the flock. Okay. And it's
5: one, about one of the toughest
6: calls you got to do in a competition.
5: Man. Holy
7: cow. You know, I did a kiki run one time. I just yelled out, Hey, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I didn't win. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see why you compete and Jim does it.
4: Uh, that is so impressive. Now, real quick, Jesse, if we want to find out about the calls zinc that calls. you use, zinc calls, uh, where do we have to head to online to do that?
6: Log on to www.zinkcalls.com.
7: All righty. Wow. Hey, we've been talking with Jesse Martin. Of course, he is the uh, head-to-head calling champion for the National Wild Turkey Federation in 2012. That's right. Now, Mr. Jesse, uh, thank you so much for being on The Revolution. And we are uh,
4: brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and NBC Sports. That's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Hey, I appreciate it very much,
7: Mr. Jesse. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, you bet, man. Hey, well, stick around because Brett Miller from NBC Sports is coming up next. Old High Life, living the high life, coming up next. The Old. B-Man. The
4: B-Man? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, stick around. Brett Miller is coming up. The B-Man, Billy. Yeah. He's coming up next right here on The Rev. See you then. The
1: Revolution is ultimate outdoor radio that rocks. And it's brought to you by Whitetails Extreme.
4: Get it today at whitetails-extreme.com.
2: internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
3: Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be Blackie or Rony or Buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like... Wildman, or Roller, or Bad Bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram.
2: Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Attention. Two
1: outdoor guys that have everything in common with you. Confused young men in need of observation. It's the revolution.
0: Check out their podcasts at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com.
7: This is Revolution with Jim and The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, all this week, Trev, we've been talking about turkey hunting. Yep. And uh, i got to tell you something. We're headed to Philadelphia right now because we got a great guy coming on next. Yeah, it's Brett
4: Miller. Uh, Jim often forgets his name. <laughs> he, is, he is with NBC Sports. Now, we've had a lot of people on the show today talking about turkey hunting. And now we do have Brett Miller on it. a... real turkey hunter. He's a real turkey hunter. And actually, uh, he was telling us an interesting story during this past ad break about Craig Boddington. Mr. Uh, Brett, welcome to the Revolution, buddy. Well,
9: thank you, guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back on. Uh, yes, I, re- I had a uh, wonderful <laughs> encounter with Mr. Craig Boddington. Um, Great guy. He's amazing. I mean, when it comes to hunting the world, I don't think there's anyone More who can surpass him. Yeah. Uh, but him and I were talking at a SHOT Show... And a very, we were talking discussing turkey hunting actually, and it, I discovered that I have one one up on him. What's He's that? He's never shot a Miriam's turkey. And I have,
5: <laughs> yeah, they say, naana,
9: <laughs> yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Of all people that I, I can actually say have taken a uh, trophy that they haven't, uh, Mister Boddington <laughs> is, is the man I can say that about. Like and, you know, uh, he's
4: probably one of the most prolific hunters in the world, and you know, not many people can have
5: surpassed
7: him in hunting. They're going to change SEI to Craig Boddington's Association. <laughs>
5: That they, is, they
9: should. That is they should. crazy I mean, though. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, his trophy room, I doubt I can spell half the things, <laughs> let alone pronounce what, what what's in there. And yet mine I can spell and pronounce everything. <laughs> and one of the things is a Miriam the one the one animal he has never harvested. So I'm um, I'm quite proud of myself.
7: Yeah, um, now where'd you where'd you get your Miriam at?
4: And how'd uh, that,
9: how that all Dakota. come about? Got
4: it in South Dakota. Who are you hunting with? Uh, Mr. Bill Miller
9: from, um, they, I mean, you all know him very well. He blogs for us around the campfire with Bill. Yeah. He's a, he's a great personal friend. Uh, we were out in South Dakota in the black Hills and, uh, mother's day, um, two inches of snow on the ground Uh-oh. First time I've ever shot a, d- shot a turkey on a Sunday. Cause in my home state of Pennsylvania, Sunday hunting is not allowed.
5: Uh, blue laws.
9: A, yep first time i've ever shot a turkey in the snow <laughs> <laughs> of course the hunt lasted 10 minutes it was one of those uh wonderful two-year-olds that make everyone makes everyone feel like a great turkey caller uh, <laughs> but hey I, I did not complain um he had a bill let me borrow one of his guns a, a thompson center um hmm. and a single shot shotgun which i've never um had shot a turkey with a single shot before and uh it was very elated that day and it was a very tasty bird that night for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Bill's a great cook also.
5: <laughs> really? Well, you know, a lot of
7: people are listening to the show right now. They're saying, Osceola, uh, what's that? Uh, Miriam, what's that? There's actually four subspecies of turkey here in the, uh, in the lower 48. Yeah. Five. Well, you've got the ghoul down in the, you know, that was just recently found out about in the last 20 years. And it's just kind of a color variation of the redheaded
4: stepsisters, what that is. (laughs) I thought I was the
7: (laughs) redheaded stepsister. (laughs) But you do have the uh, Osceola in Florida. And that's the only place you can get the Osceola. Uh, Of course, you got the Rio. You've got the Eastern bird, which is probably the most prolific. And it kind of takes you all the way through to Kansas from the East Coast. And then the last but not least, you have the Miriam. And of course, that's, that's got a little more white to it than the others. I mean, it's really a pretty bird.
9: I think it's probably one of the prettiest out of all of them. Um, to be, I mean, that's, you know, I've seen Easterns. Um, I've seen them all. Um, I haven't harvested them all, but I've seen them all. And, um, I I honestly think the Merriam's are probably the most beautiful. And I think they, it's, it's funny. I've heard it. Um, said by others, and I never really experienced it till I was out, out hunting on the Merriams. They do actually have a slightly different, almost an accent to their call. Really, you sound slightly different. They really do. Well, you've um, heard
7: those people in Minnesota before. They got a hard accent.
9: Hey. Well, they do. They do. They do. I, I mean, well, no, no one's perfect. <laughs> and those those southern birds, you know, they have a slight accent also. But yeah, the Merriams has a little different sound to it. Um, I've never heard heard the Golds before, but. Um, um, it's unbelievable. There is just a slight variation, yeah, that's... and that's the thing I think as a turkey hunter. If I mean, I grew up in PA turkey hunting, and it was literally for the month of May. It, that was my life. Hunt yeah. till noon every day. Go to work in the afternoon. um, Work three to eleven. Get home, take a nap. Get up, turkey hunt. Oh wow. So, Yeah, that that's what I would do for the whole month of May. Now, fortunately, Sunday hunting was not allowed. Thank goodness back then, because I would sleep all day Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) That would I would make up on the sleep for the whole week. But if you're out there and you listen to birds, you can actually birds are much like people. I mean, they there are variations to their voices and their calls, and Mm. you can actually start to learn after a while
4: what birds they are
5: that's really and interesting
4: which ones to avoid. you know I <laughs> that one sounds a bit crazy yeah <laughs> like an ex-girlfriend uh, <laughs> I stole Jim's line right there yeah. he, he's notorious for that line yeah I was gonna but, use you know, that too. I, I had never even thought of that before you know I mean that makes perfect sense you know as um people's dialect kind of changes and, and how they pronounce things I why would, why would that be any different for an animal? You know? Right. That's crazy. Anyways, if we want to find out more about, I, I didn't know,
7: I'm kind of intrigued. We want to find out this. more about the rut report. Where do we go? The rut report. <laughs>
4: turkeys. The what, rut report. What were every, you, what were you every, doing on uh, Mother's Day without your mom?
9: <laughs> you know? My mother actually, I'm such a mama's boy, I actually <laughs> called her up when I first was, oh, I was first invited. Uh, and I said, are you okay with me missing Mother's <laughs> Day? Oh. And she asked me, well, well, what are you, what's your, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going turkey hunting in South Dakota. And she knew, she knows me. She goes, go ahead. <laughs> goes, if it was anything else, I'd say no, but she said, I know your, what, you know, your feelings for turkey hunting are, so go. I'm like,
7: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <Mom. laughs>
9: yeah. Well, turkey hunting, I think is a poor man's elk hunt, really. Um it, And it is. I mean, it's as exciting as an elk hunt, you know, you're the interacting, the calling. But yet, you don't need all the pack horses, all the animals, all the spike camp. Yeah. Um, it, it's much more affordable. And trust me, I'll pack out a turkey any day over a full-size bull elk. <laughs>
7: <laughs> a wise man just
4: I love it. The poor man's elk hunting. That's like I'm going bear hunting, but we're not hunting bear. <laughs> yeah, we're <you're>
7: getting gophers. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're
4: going to go shoot some prairie dogs. Now, uh, Brett, if we want to find out more about NBC Sports and, and everything that you guys have going on, where do we have to head to online?
9: Well, it's really easy. All you have to type in is nbcsports.com forward slash outdoors, and okay. that will bring you to our outdoors page. And from there, you can you can view our outdoor information, or you can branch off if you're specifically looking for fishing or for hunting. Um, you can jump off to either of those pages as well. I mean, we have blogs up all the time. I even write. So if you can understand my writing and my <laughs> dribble, you're more than welcome to. But we have some really big names um, that write for us, um, Bass Fishing is uh, kicking off right now. The spawn's coming up through, so we're gonna be covering that, of course, but also turkey hunting. I mean, the turkeys are gonna be gobbling. If they aren't already, they will be here in a couple months, you know, next couple weeks. So it's a great time to be an outdoorsman. There's more turkeys now probably than ever before. fishing, there's bigger bass than ever before. Yeah. I mean, heck, I don't even want to be talking to y'all. I want to be out in the woods in yeah. the water right now. And this
7: interview is going on longer than it ever before. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, that was Brett Miller. Of course, he's with NBC Sports. You gotta go there.
4: Yeah, check him out at www.nbcsports.com forward slash outdoors. But we are the revolution and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ram <clears throat> excuse me, Ramtrucks.com plus NBC Sports. Once again, that's nbcsports.com forward slash Outdoors, Mr. Bratman, uh, Jim has a hard time remembering your name. Uh, thank you so much for being on, buddy.
9: Thank you. Thank you, guys,
4: and
1: uh, have a great day. A big thanks to Whitetails Extreme for partnering with us. Thanks, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sweetheart. You can fan or follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Check out whitetails-extreme.com.
0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com.
7: We want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, hey, Wade Bourne, Mark Kreiner, Scott Carlson, Jesse Martin, and Brett Miller. So we are Jim and Traff. Hey,
4: your local news weather, it is coming up next, so make sure you stay tuned, but also tune in to us next week right here. Thanks a bunch guys gals, and we'll talk to you next week.